this is episode 113 of the Evil G podcast. My name's um, Colin, and this is Stu. I have some really bad news for you. Uh, what? Okay, me and you hear it like that. You see where it comes out in the podcast? It just comes out normal. Oh, uh, I fixed that. They can hear this. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode I was... I Was it last week you sprung it on me or the week before? I was like, oh, I have to hear that again. That was one funny. And then you just came across normal. And I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, God, I come across like a lunatic. I'm just laughing at Colin talking. <laughs> yeah, and it was... Right, let me get uh, right there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I realized what I'd done with that as well. And uh, no, that, that sh- should have come through. Either that or that whole thing is just very confusing to people. <laughs> yeah. I th- well, we could explain it. Uh, I say we don't. Yeah. I say we just leave it there and people figure it out. It's if that worked, mystery. If that worked, you know what I was at. If it didn't, yep. then, I don't know, start a conspiracy theory thread on Reddit. Oh, Reddit. Me and Reddit are not friends. Why would it Reddit do to you? Oh, it's just Reddit's full of people <laughs> complaining about that's just the internet, man. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah. Here we are on the internet complaining about stuff as well. Stuff. Are we any better? Probably not. I just realized I, the irony of what I just said is <laughs> it's oh, geez, I'm, I'm drowning in irony right now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about something uh, I have no complaints about. I. I have played nothing else uh, but Baldur's Gate 3. You're still on it? I've seen you've been hammering away at it. Actually, from the stories I've been reading about you, it even sounds hilarious. Um, yeah, I I think I might be near the end of Act 1. Oh, just Act 1? <laughs> In the single Jesus. player? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing, but the... Uh, I've done something new in it is we've been playing a bit of multiplayer. Mm. Um, so, you know, basically running two, two separate characters at once. So me and Angie, Eugene, um, mostly, uh, we had a game going with uh, Angie's brother as well, uh, which was fucking nuts. Um, yeah, this Christ. is where I was reading the absolutely <laughs> hilarious story of what happened. All right, so I guess I'll set this up. This is a very early game. It's some of the first stuff you do, so it's not not too spoilery. Um, but once you get going, uh, basically one of the first uh, places you'll come across is this wee uh, druid settlement. Um, and there's stuff going on there with goblins. So there, there's a goblin camp nearby. They're threatening this wee settlement. Uh, a, a bunch of uh, tiefling refugees... Uh, Tiefling is one of the races, have been brought in uh, and given refuge, basically. They're trying to make their way to Baldur's Gate, the city. Um, but if they try to do that, those goblins are all, all going to kill them. So they're a hold up in this druid place. And there's tension where the druids are like, oh, the goblins are attacking us because you're here and we want to do the spell that shuts off our wee grove and you have to get out now, go away. We don't care if you die. Uh, and the tiefings are like, we can't, no, no. And then you come on and the tiefings are like, please help us. Uh, and the druids are like, ah, what? They, we want these people gone. And our leader fucked off and we don't know where he is. Um, so my single player one, I went, right, it's all right. Uh, let me take a look at these goblins. I'll look for your man and we might be able to sort this out. 
And I went, you do the goblin thing and find the leader. Oh, grand. So we get in to this camp and I think it's amazing. Actually, the, the single or the multiplayer, everyone can go off in different directions and talk to whoever. Yes. And it was Ninja's brother who had started some, com- uh, started a conversation to go. Uh, it's one of like the uh, conversation you're pulled into when you're, you're going down to speak to the, the leader of the, the Druid camp. Um, and that's straightforward enough because they, there's an attack outside the camp just before you get in there and you see everyone and, and they're supposed to recognize, oh, you're the one that helped with the goblins. You're okay. Come on through. And I don't know how he did this, so, but they took this very badly, whatever the fuck he said. And next thing you know, a fight breaks out between him and these three druids that were guarding the, the, the path down. Uh, we're like, oh, what the fuck did you do? Um, he's like, I don't know, but I'm in a fight now. And we're like, and I, I'm like, well, it says they're temporarily hostile. So if we run, you can run away um, and they'll back down and then come back and you might have to apologize or whatever. Uh, and we're like, right, we'll do this. But then this cutscene starts and some one of the druids is like, oh, they're helping the teethlings. Let's, uh, let's get them. And the, the entire bottom part of the camp uh, full of druids just empties out. They're all running past us up the fucking hill. We're like, we have to deal with these three that we're in combat with. Um, and all the while this is happening, I can hear fighting going on above me. And I'm like, oh, that's probably not good. Um, so we, we managed to finish off those three and then we're running up this hill. There are fucking corpses everywhere. The druids and the tieflings started fighting and <laughs> it is a massacre. I mean, blood, dead bodies all over the fucking place. We get up and whoever's left alive is all, they're all in this one wee room where they, what they basically use it as a prison because they had a, a goblin in there. That goblin is fucked. They're dead. Um, and there's a couple of druids and a shitload of tieflings in this room and just spells popping off all over the fucking place. And we're like, uh, I guess we're helping the tieflings here. <laughs> um, well, it had already decided that for us. Uh, so yeah, we murdered every last druid in the place and the tea things were happy. Uh, so yeah, that, that's. So a conversation turned into genocide. Yeah. <laughs> no, not a druid laugh. Like I am, we haven't played, <laughs> played that session since, but I'd be very interested what happens when you find the druid that is the leader of that place. And we're like, Hey, all your guys are dead. <laughs> please, please help us with these goblins. Um, it, it's mad how different that played out than my single player one. Um, it, it's just that the game has got so many answers to all the different things that you can do. Um, like well, me and Eugene have been playing, like uh we're in a place where like ninja's going through his first time through it, and I keep finding like Eugene go, ah, oh, this thing over here, and I'll go, What? Uh that's no, that's not right. And he's like, Aye. Oh, right, that played out completely different from from me. Um it's mind boggling how like everything that's going on, how much is in this game. 
it is absolutely crazy uh how different things can can go uh and then you know that stuff has not gone fixed down the road uh, of, of things that happen depending on decisions you make um uh, and it's yeah it's just absolutely nuts it's it's very very good um but yeah the the game she my single player campaign as i said i think uh i think i'm near the end of act one i've got out of the the first sort of main area um sort of cleaned up all the all the stuff that i had to do there um and uh i've got into some other stuff like you don't get far it's really good the way it like everything you do in that game it basically will have like it's not in an overwhelming way so it's not like you know rpgs go and you walk into a town and there's like uh you know, quests and exploration, side quests fucking everywhere, and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, that, that's what does get a bit, I can be overwhelming for someone like yeah. myself. It's just like, oh, Jesus. But the way this sort of, um, the, the way this gives you quests and side quests and stuff is really, really smart, because uh, a lot of it you'll just get contextually within the world as you're exploring like you'll you know you'll find a diary somewhere or you'll come across some people having uh you know some trouble and they'll explain to you what's going on that'll be something you can go look at or you'll hear a rumor about some artifact someone was looking at and that'll be a lead you can follow and it seems like like everywhere you go when you're doing something it'll give you at least one wee lead for something you can do next and you're never at a point where it's like oh what do i do now but it's never overwhelming either um just love the way that works uh, uh and yeah i'm gonna be playing this game forever <laughs> i i'm interested in uh doing another playthrough as well because uh, i learned this thing when you're creating your character so you can be any of the pre-made characters who make up your um your party in the mm-hmm. game you can actually pick those but there's another one you can pick called the dark urge um now you can customize them all and and make them any race you want um and uh or any class uh stuff like that the main difference with that one is it gives you special dialogue uh, and and they're basically a serial killer jesus it is so it's always the thing in these games with the the choices and all you, you'll do like a, your normal playthrough and then you'll do a playthrough as a complete bastard uh and this is they've 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 done a thing where it's like yeah here's a character especially for that where you are a fucking psychopath murderous bastard um so enjoy that uh just appeals a bit more to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like i remember like uh, you always tell a story of uh why you like um scott saying to you about skyrim it's like oh you can do whatever you want and you're like is that right and you go and i can do whatever i want and then you came across like a quest giver and you tried to kill him and it's like oh he he was knocked out um Stu, this this game yeah yeah uh (laughs) this game is that game this is the game this quest givers fuck it doesn't matter kill them (laughs) party members nope kill them you can do it you, you, you fuck yourself like but the game yeah, lets you fuck yourself yeah it lets you do it that's the point yeah, yeah. you learn your lesson yeah oh. I, I still wouldn't like I would love to see you play in a session um but I'd still 
probably paying you paying fifty pound for a game just to yeah, well, satisfy my curiosity is, is a bit much. I might. I know what Steam Deck verified, so I might wait for it to maybe go on sale. You know, there's there'll always be Christmas sales and things like that, so you never know. Mm, maybe maybe one day we'll find out. Yeah, uh, one day he's will be walking around, and then I'll be like, "Hey guys, do you want to try this?" <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's as close as you're gonna get to playing an actual D and D campaign. Uh, mm. But like, you know, because you don't have a, a have, having a human, uh, you know, game master, they can react to stuff. But but this is yeah. like done really well uh, and handles the the sort of options it gives you. Um. Like as best as you could possibly want, um, but like the thing that always puts me off about D anD D, and this game like completely does away with it, is all the you know oh, I need to look up what this does and uh, what was what was that thing again? Look, look uh, what's this thing's armor class? The, let, and then let me uh, what's this minus that now plus that is like this uh, this is a, just doing all that stuff for you, um while giving you like a, just a really good representation of the good parts uh of mm. of playing a D&D campaign um which I'm really uh, just really into this game um it's doing really well too yeah i've seen it's been selling really really well and it's currently uh is it one of the most concurrent is. players now on steam uh yeah it, it hit like a a huge Number like eight hundred thousand on. I think it, it's it was second only uh the the Hogwarts game. Oh right, okay. And it's like the highest rated PC game on Metacritic. It's higher higher than Tears of the Kingdom. Jesus. Um. So yeah, it's doing pretty well for itself. Um. Mm. Now now they're working on patches to add stuff in they're gonna add in the ability to change the look of your character um so you know if you get sick of your hair you can change your hair yeah. whatever um oh, happy days. but yeah the I, I would uh very much recommend this and if you're waiting for it to come out on playstation but have the ability to play it on pc just play it on pc um I tried a, a mess about with using a controller a bit. It's like it's grand, but but mouse and keyboard is the way to go. There's too there's too many buttons. There's just too many buttons, and you on the controller you're you're dealing with like five different radial menus. Ah, uh, yeah, I was figured that type of game would have that. Yeah, yeah, um, which I think would get very old very fast. Mm. I know it's out soon for the consoles, isn't it? Uh, I think it's about a month away for PlayStation. No, I don't don't know about Xbox. Series S seems to be slowing it up a bit. Oh, is that colliding with? Oh, Jesus! I wonder is that going to collide with Mortal Kombat? Um, because I'm not trying to be funny, but God help anything that's released on that day. Because I know that Lies of P is out on the same day, and I'm thinking, oh dear, what were you thinking? Yeah, I think as well as Lies of P is. Shortly after Starfield as well. I know it's Game Pass, though. It's its only saving grace. <laughs> so is Starfield. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, that, that's not going to save that. No. I know uh, MK isn't, like, but you know MK will sell, like. And I, I don't know what the anticipation is for, for the, the Cyberpunk DLC. Um, I know I'm excited for it, but I don't know if the, in general people are. But Lies yeah. B is just stuck right in the middle of those two. Yeah. I, I know I, it's not too often you can pre-order DLC. So there's obviously some hype behind it. Like you can go into the PlayStation Store now and pay and buy the DLC. Mm. Nothing else never lets you do that. You normally have to wait on the day. Yeah. Uh, like Mortal Kombat is a big deal as well. Like well, things like Street Fighter, a series like Street Fighter and that, um, always gets like the attention from an esports standpoint. Mm. It's Mortal Kombat, so it's the seller. It sells it more fun. it sells more copies. Than Street Fighter consistently, yeah. I think it's I just called. It's, 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 for me, it's picked, uh, since nine when they started doing those big storylines. Some people yeah, yeah. buy it just for the storyline. Yep, yeah, yeah, but it's definitely got it's got more sync. Like they've always been like that. They've always tried to mm. uh, give you reason to play Mortal Kombat games, regardless of if you're gonna do competitive. Like you've always had mm. the you know all the other modes, the crypts, all all that stuff. Um, yeah, people love that. So yeah. I used to love the mini games. Do you remember them? Like the the carts and the yeah puzzle the thing and uh, yeah, them done that ages. Um, so what about what you've played? Something uh, new but old. Yeah, I've been playing two games this uh, So obviously last week we were talking about the rumoured Quake 2 remaster and this week it turned out to be true and they released it basically there and then and it's a free update if you already own Quake 2 on PC. They also released it for PlayStation and Xbox but I already had it in the PC so, so I just updated it and I was like, whoa. So they've done some job with the textures. It looks phenomenal. Um and it can run at like 120 frames Ooh. because obviously it's such an older game. You know, even the Steam Deck can look at you and go, hey, do you want to do 120 frames? And I'm like, all right, let's see what this looks like. And you're like, holy shit, this is smooth. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But the, and as I said last week, if they were doing this remaster, they had to include the soundtrack and they fucking did. So of course, my biggest problem with the P or the Steam version of fucking quick too has been fixed because see the moment that menu loaded and that badass riff kicked in i was like yep i know what i'm doing for the next couple of hours i think i'm like two or three episodes in already so fucking good and you you were like myself last week you said that the first time you played quick two was on a playstation mm-hmm. do you remember how choppy and slow it was on a playstation um, no, because in my head it played grand, but I bet if I saw it right now, I'd be like, what the oh. fuck? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it recently. I have it on the mini PlayStation. And I thought, I wonder, this was like a couple of months ago. I wonder what Quake 2 is like. I was like, holy fuck, how did we ever play this? How, like, how did you ever play this four-player split screen? But we did, and we loved it. But see, this, this is unreal. This is fucking phenomenal. And if you own Quake 2... Get it updated and get this because not only is it all updated and you've got the soundtrack, but you've also got a brand new, completely new episode. 
added to the game as well, which includes <laughs> new weapons. They've added new guns and everything to it, which is cool. Like, but, they, they just didn't go, ah, oh, here's, a, you know, some nice new levels. They literally went, here's fucking new guns and everything. It's like, but, class. Back in my day, we played on two pixels at three frames a second. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know of any game. <laughs> three frames a second. That's a slideshow. But, um, so yeah, I've been loving that, loving that. But obviously, quick to old game. You don't need me to tell you how good it is. The other game, however, uh, I don't know how I came across this. I think it popped up on my thing, you know, because you've played this and this and this. Look at this. It's been do it's been doing the rounds. It um it's been rated very highly. You know, in Eurogamer, it got like a you know five stars, which is very rare. Um, I'll take their equivalent of the old essential. Yes, right. That's a big deal. Then. Um, well, Turbo Overkill, you know, recommended because you play Quake and Doom and all that. I was all right. I'll take a look at it. You know, looked at the trailer. I think I was about 20 seconds into the trailer and I'd got it paid for. Sold. This guy has a chainsaw for a leg. And I was like, sweet. And then it's so fast moving that one of your main things is that you run and you slide and you stick your chainsaw leg out. So you're like slide kicking, but you're just ripping through enemies. It's so fucking satisfying. And just the weapons, the speed, obviously it is very in the vein of the likes of Doom Eternal and the old sort of quakes and things like that. So you're flying around the arena and you're kicking ass left, right and centre. But, so the, the thing that makes this very unique is it's a cyberpunk boomer shooter. And I mean, this is so fucking 80s cyberpunk. It's awesome. So your, your hero is called Johnny Turbo. And as far as I can work out, he's an ex-cop or something, but now he's called a street cleaner. So he's basically like a bounty hunter. <laughs> and you just go in between levels in your flying car and go kick people's asses. And that's been fun enough. I was like, this is class. And, uh, you know, your first level, you're just running around shooting everything. Then the next level, it introduces your augments. So very, very Deus Ex and Cyberpunk. You can literally augment yourself, which is very... You know, you wouldn't think there was that level of depth in a in a boomer shooter, but you can up the you can augment your chainsaw leg, and you can you know augment your you get missile launchers out of your hands, and you know there's other things you'll get, but you can have you can only put have two slots for each sort of limb, mm. but you've like ten things to choose from, and you can swap and change them any time. Well, sorry, any time you're at a splicing station. So at the moment. My chainsaw, whenever I use my chainsaw, I get health back. So one of my favorite things to do is to just sort of circle around to get them all the enemies mobbed up and then just run at them and just chainsaw cling through the middle of them, get a bunch of health and then just start, you know, rocket jumping all over them. And, you know, you're doing yourself damage, but you just chainsaw them again and you get your health back. So you're like, this is fucking madness. So that's pretty cool. And then you've got other abilities. Like if I'm so if I'm at a certain height in the air, I can press a button and just go flying down and cause an explosion. You know, just shit like that. Just everything's just for me causing damage, and uh, it's that's a lot of fun to play. The speed of it is something on. It's very very deliberately fast as well. Um, but the cool, very cool thing happened last night. So as I say, each level sort of slowly introduces new things, and then for maybe two or three levels straight, 
hadn't had anything really new, so I thought, right, this is this is it. I'm, I'm in the thick of it now. And then the next level goes, right, you're going to drive your car. Off you go. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. So you've got like this massive open level now where you're basically fucking, you know, fifth element and flying car with miniguns and all on it. But you can do this thing where you can like hang out the door still and still shoot your pistols or jump onto the hood and sort of, you know, drive from the hood still shooting boys. It's so fucking cool. And then I thought, right, this is definitely the last thing they're introducing. No, the next level, the level I'm currently on, is one of the coolest fucking levels I've ever seen in a first-person shooter. So, uh, think high-speed cyberpunk flying traffic. You are mm-hmm. you are bouncing from car to car in gunfights. So you are... <laughs> it's fucking class. So you are, and then what you can do is, as a, you know, different abilities... If I'm high in the air and I bring the chainsaw leg out and hit an enemy, I sort of, you know, pogo stick off them. And that's how you can maybe, you know, go flying onto the next vehicle and things like that. And then you shoot your way into like a, a reel or like a fucking shuttle type of train. But you're still, the traffic's all beside you. So you're, the train's getting blown up and you're jumping back onto the traffic again, jumping forward in the traffic and getting into the next carriage and stuff. It's, it's just action up the wazoo and it's, so fucking fun it's it's the most since doom eternal this is the one game where i went i feel fucking awesome playing this game <laughs> it's just it's just high speed loads of action the, the story is pretty you know you know oh there's an evil ai and it's trying to it's creating brand new life but it's trying to fuse machines and people and all the rest of it and you're here to kick its ass and all this here I don't know. It's trying to. It's trying to. It's. It's actually starting to get annoyed with me now because it keeps seeing that I'm still alive, and it's like, why won't you die? And things like that. Very, you know, cliche sort of '80s bad guy, but such so so good. And then on top of all this, the the, the thing that obviously makes it all really really kick ass, the soundtrack. It's kind of like. It's kind of like someone took the Blade Runner soundtrack. So you've got that, you know, that very '80s cyberpunky. I don't know how did you describe that sound, but you know what I mean, don't you? Um, <clears throat> you know that sort of exactly synth, very, very synthy, synthy. Oh yeah, it's all very synthy, right? And then this just bumping bass and guitar will just come over it when you get into action, but it suits it. It's yeah. it's not like it's just fired on. It really fucking suits it. So the soundtrack was all uploaded to Spotify. So I've been sitting bouncing away to that all day while I've been working. It's absolutely amazing for 15 pound this no it's not the likes of graphically we're not talking sorry um we're not talking like you know those games we were talking about last week like of blood west which has that very quick one sort of look yeah not that level of low poly but it's not it's kind of like a ps2 game that's where i would put it yeah i'm looking at it here the like obviously very stylized but it's definitely there's there's more there's more polygons going on than yeah. uh than some of those other games like i wouldn't uh, what is, is it proteus it's, yes it's, it's not it's more yeah more detailed to proteus more more detailed than a proteus whereas that it was really leaning into the sort of pixel stuff these are actually all 3d models and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it does actually look nice. It's 
so very cool, very colorful. Yeah, well, like I say, it's that it's sort of that what I would call an '80s sort of cyberpunk. Everything's very neon, and it's always raining all the time, and it's very, very good. But this, just the sheer speed of it all happening, it's and the cool. It, it's it it uh, you sort of have to figure a lot of things out for yourself. Like the old days, you know the way you've got waypoints and all that. There these days, if you're really struggling, the game will eventually go here over here, but. You know, otherwise it'll just let you beat through and figure shit out for yourself. And the mm. enemy types, you've got your sort of bog standard enemies, you know, your shotgunners and things like that. And then you're like fighting big giant battle mechs and you know, you're you know, you take one of those on at first and you're like, yeah, and then you know, a couple of levels later the game will go, right, here's four of them big mechs and a bunch of normal enemies. And at the start you'd probably be thinking, ah oh, Jesus, what am I gonna do? But when you get to that part in the game, you're just like, This is fucking class, because you're just flying around like a lunatic, just blasting it ring to pieces and in very sort of old school quick one everything has like a, a a normal version and then like a super version of weapons so you get like a normal shotgun super shotgun normal machine gun sort of super machine gun uh, but everything has an alternative fire as well so your minigun can also be a flamethrower so you'll be like roasting boys and then instantly just rattling them with bullets or your super shotgun will th- fire out grenades as well and your your Uzi is pretty cool because you can dual wield them and you know shoot twice as many bullets, or you can yeah. single wield it and do one, have a lot more accuracy and things like that. Uh, the rocket launcher, you can sort of dial up four rockets and lock them on and blow shit to, to pieces. But such a good game, highly, highly. If you enjoy your old school shooters, highly recommend Turbo Overkill. I mean, it was the name got me alone. You know, that's the most <laughs> stew fucking name ever. Like. Turbo Overkill. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Soundtrack's amazing. The protagonist, like I say, it's... I think the Apogee, is that... They're responsible for, if I'm not mistaken, the original Duke. I think they done Max Payne. I think they yeah. did Prey. Um, there's a list of... Duke Nukem... Bread and Fed. don't know what that is. Uh, Max Payne, Wolfenstein 3D, Rise of the Triad. Mm. There you go. So it's those boys. <laughs> it's um, really, really fun. I didn't. Uh, have these guys been around for like ages? Like, are we I talking think, original Duke Nukem? I um, think it might be some of the guys that did Duke 3D. Not 2D Duke Nukem, big head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that's what I mean. The, the, the three. Uh, Duke 3D and like did they publish Max Payne when it originally See, came out I don't think they were known as Apogee I just think it's those guys in this studio now right so it's like um, it's X to, I don't know I don't want to go yeah. there I'm X 3D to Realms and boys like that um, let me publish this yeah, so uh, it was um, like Max Payne's gathering of developers um, on PC, mm. um, and obviously Rockstar on on consoles. Mm. Um, but they, that's also owned by Take Two. Yeah, I don't know companies. I yeah, guess the, <laughs> there's somebody. 
Yeah, working at that company who worked at that company that made that game. Yep, yep. I think that's pretty much what it is. There's a <laughs> couple can... of guys who all got together and they all used to make these games. They're not the teams that made it, but one of the guys wasn't the team. But they've all came together and made this and it's really, really fun. Nice. Um, maybe I'll play it sometime when I'm finished with Baldur's Gate 3 in seven years. Oh, yeah, you like your cyberpunk stuff. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I imagine, imagine cyberpunk, but with, but with um, like, no quests, just kill everything at a high speed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much you like that. Yeah, I like, the, the, I like old school shooters as well, so. Who does you know. enjoy an old, old shooter? I do enjoy that term. I'm glad you taught me that one boomer shooter. That is so fucking cool. It just makes it sound like a shooter that only a certain type of lunatic can play. I mean, the mean boomer is in like baby boomer as in people who would be like, what, in their 60s or 70s? They're not playing oh, these right. games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like boomer shooters and explosions. <laughs> I guess it works in both ways. There does tend to be a lot more exploding going on in those games than, yeah, say, a Call of Duty. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't mean, like, size of explosions or fidelity of explosions. I just mean, like, explosions per minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, uh, <laughs> just the, um, the rate of explosion. Rate of explosion. That's what I was looking for. I was going to say variety. I was like, well, variety could be as well, but, you know, rate of explosion. It's not, you don't really get Call of Duty where you run around with a rocket launcher and it has 50 rockets. You know, that just doesn't happen. No. Ah, that's the other difference as well. It's like you're the one causing most of these explosions, whereas in Call of Duty, things just like, well, the only thing I can think of on top of my head is without the the nuke. Yeah. It went off. It's like, oh, my character's dead. Yep. And then we have to one up it every year. Yep. Do they still do that? I guess they don't still do that, do they? You're tired of that? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I think the last Call of Duty I ever played was a uh, um, Modern Warfare Two. Did I play Two? Wait, there's two of those. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, but there's two Modern Warfare Twos. Ah, oh, shit! Right, sorry. Uh, there's there's a, there's also about to be two Modern Warfare Threes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, original. Sorry, Modern Warfare Two. I thought you meant there was like a fucking like a spinoff type. You know the way they used to in the day you'd have Call of Duty Two and then Call of Duty Two Big Red One for the PlayStation because <clears> it couldn't do. No, because you had to remember they basically did call uh, Modern Warfare, but they just called it Modern Warfare like a couple of years ago, and then yeah, la- last year was the sequel to that, which was Modern Warfare Two. And then you, this uh, year is the sequel that is Modern Warfare Three. Um. Uh, but it wasn't supposed to be a sequel originally because they're like, uh, we're just going to have a premium uh, sort of DLC, but this has now turned into a full-on uh, Call of Duty game, full-priced again. Because Activision is a company that is completely out of ideas. Yep. <laughs> just, just just nothing going on over there. It's like, Apart from still TikTok. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw that story and then I was like, I don't care about TikTok. Yeah, I just think it's funny that, you know, <laughs> these big companies are all just suing each other now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't you are thinking that nobody here that works actually made, don't, 
fuck the I, But no baby works there actually, man. <laughs> That's very true. It's fucking pathetic. If anyone would be sued, it would be Naughty Dog. Sue Naughty Dog? Mm-mm. Naughty Dog should be sued in TikTok. All right, because it's a song that they crash, but. Uh, yeah. But for some reason, Activision gets to own. Crash. Oh, what, what was oh, it? Yeah. What happened to that game they made? The the live service one they tried to do. And it's like, no one wants this. Literally, oh, yeah, no one wants this. Yeah, everyone got excited because, you know, they made a proper Crash Bandicoot game for the first time in like forever. And it was actually pretty good, apparently. And, and I, it was, I, oh my God. <clears throat> and Activision learned the wrong fucking thing from that completely. But like, oh, people are into this Bandicoot thing. Quick, we need a live service. It's like, yeah. no, 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 people are into Crash Bandicoot games as in the 3D platformers. Yep. Dumb motherfuckers. Yep. Somewhere there was a guy in an office who was so proud that he managed to actually get a Crash Bandicoot game made and he was glad it was successful. And then the chiropractor ups came in and went, Right, here's our idea for the next Crash game. And his soul just left his body as soon as they told uh, him the idea. Where was it they announced that? Remember it was really up. Was it it was either like the last E three or Summer Games or one of them, but on stage it was really awkward they had the guy in the crash suit and you're like yep. he's trying to get the crowd going no one was like everyone was like nah i'm not into this like, yeah come on he's crashed it's like this is fucking embarrassing yeah i'm God. cringing watching this and i'm not even there like <laughs> the main reason i want to microsoft to buy activision is so pretty much to kill activision in its current form because it has to yeah. die um, but let's talk He's, with some. We went, uh, we went on a wee rant there. We should probably. Oh, we'll, get pro- we'll probably get back to it in a minute. Uh, right. Yeah. Game news. Um, <laughs> Valve is starting to sell refurbished Steam decks. Do you know why they're doing this? Uh, it's, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. But you couldn't return a Steam deck or sell a Steam deck to Valve. So people were going on eBay, obviously, and selling them. And making money, mm. actually making more money than the thing was worth. And you know, you've obviously got that fucking scumbag shop, uh, CEX, ah, who, right, sell, right, right. who sell second hand Steam decks, you know, more expensive For, than new yeah. ones. Yeah. So Valve obviously went, hey, we could probably make a bit of money out of this. Sell if you don't want your Steam Deck anymore, sell it back to us. We'll refurb it and we'll resell it on. So they could technically sell the same Steam Deck twice. Yeah, but there's they're I don't know are they are they buying them back though? Or there could be returned for problems. I, th- I guess I think I think it's returns that they because that's usually like uh, most companies do this. They'll they'll get their return stock. Um, they'll give it a you know they'll fix any problems with it. They'll make sure it works. They'll give it a test and they'll sell it at a discount. Um, and a pretty you know pretty decent discount too. It is so, a pretty decent discount actually. So like if you've been on if you've been wanting to get one of these but like it was the price, well more like it would be mm. the availability, but the price, um well it's 60, 64 gig is two seven nine, which used to be three four nine. Uh the middle model two hundred and fifty six is three six nine which used to be four fifty nine. And then the 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 five twelve gigabyte model is four fifty nine. That's your model, isn't it? Yes. Uh, one of those new is 
569, so it's got a really mm. uh, decent chunk off it. It's like over it's a hundred quid nearly or something. But um, the cool thing about this is obviously uh, if you like if you are wanting a Steam Deck now and you you know you're thinking oh well I can get a couple of quid off it. The three Steam Decks, the only mm. difference in them is obviously the memory. Well, the, uh, the is, does one of them not have like a a different screen? Oh yeah, right. Sorry, the top end one has a. It's a slightly different screen. I think you might be right there. It has yeah. a deeper screen or something. But the actual components inside it, you know, your graphics, your everything else, it's still the fucking same. So you're for two hundred, yeah, for two hundred eighty quid, you're getting a damn good, wee powerful machine there. Yeah, and then you can go stick an SD card on it if you're worried about memory. No, your 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 hard drive and your your storage would be fat. Your yours is a lot faster than the other two. Oh yeah, because it's SSD. Is that what that is? They're all SSDs. It's just that uh, the one you have is a higher speed. Oh, okay. um, that, and then, didn't know that either. Then. Uh, so, so, but I was right in what you you were saying. Memory, well, the storage, yeah, is uh, is is different between the the three models. Like the sixty four mm. gig one's the slowest, and the middle one's a bit faster, and then that top one is the fastest. Um, yeah, they'll still be able to all run the same type, or still be able to run games, the same games. Yeah, you just might have quicker loading times. Yeah, longer loading times is all you're you're getting out of uh, one of the cheaper hmm. ones. That's that's the the trade off. Yeah, the game will still look damn good though. So, you know, if you're if you've maybe been looking into, you know, if you've been wanting to get into PC gaming, but you think maybe buying a computer's a bit pricey, and then you were looking at Steam Decks and thought, oh, they're a bit pricey too. Well, here's your chance to pick up one up on. And if and you still get your years warranty and all that, it's not like they're just going to sell you a refurbished one and then go, oh, you have a problem. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You still get all your warranty and also, that, I, I, I would have put if if it was available when I was looking for one, I'd have definitely went down that route. Man, you locked out on yours anyway. I did lock out on mine. <laughs> 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 There's no denying that. Um, I pure pure luck. I'd see. I'm not gonna lie. I I do tend to when I'm looking for something. I will fish and fish and fish until I find a damn good deal. <laughs> I won't dive in head first. I will make sure I'm getting a deal. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it definitely is a, a smart move because Valve's mm-hmm. basically sell these as fast as they can make them still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, still you, like a two week waiting period, I think, if you even get one. Yeah, you can, at the minute, you can get the middle one and you're waiting two weeks. Um, so if they're like, all right, we need we we need more Steam decks. We've got all these returns over here that we literally can't sell. It's like let's make sure they work and then sell them at a discount. Then mm-hmm. uh, you may as well. Would you buy refurbed? I wouldn't be against the idea. I'm telling you, man, refurb is my best friend over the last two years. Like when I bought that computer, it was refurbed. When I got my telescope, it was refurbed. You know, it's. The way I see it, you know, if it, if it works, and in most cases they're barely bloody used as well. It's just yeah. someone's found a better version, or they didn't like it, or something. Unlike buying something, I don't like if you buy something secondhand. But in in the case of Steam Deck, most of the people were ripping the hole out of it and charging more than retail for them, <clears throat> just because of the scarcity. Um, but like 
when you buy that, you don't know what's been done to that. You don't know if there's a warranty there. You There's mm. very little rights because it's just you buying it off some guy. Um, mm. But, like, if you're buying a refurb off the company, like, you've got all the same protections you have if you bought something new. You've got a warranty. You can return it. Um, you can change your mind, get your money back. Um, so, so yeah, it's, um, it's a good way to, to go about getting one. Highly recommend one as well. They're great wee machines. Um, okay, th- this is something that, that I just... <laughs> it's not even news, but it just annoyed me. Uh, because, like, Exo Primal isn't a bad game, but it never had a chance with me right off the bat because mm-hmm. I thought it was Dino Crisis, and I loved Dino Crisis, and then it wasn't Dino Crisis. And I was like, fuck this game. Fuck this game for not being a game that I want. <laughs> Um, now the uh, the director was asked about uh, what's this guy's name? This asshole. This Ta- asshole. <laughs> he is an asshole. <laughs> Takaro Hirooka. Um, he was asked about uh, Dino Crisis. Um, content right. from Dino Crisis being put in the Exo Primal though. Um. Uh, and the way his answer is, I, I hate this shit. He's like, Leviathan is the type of empty that will go on any means to collect a uh, variety of useful combat data. If there's enough demand for players, Leviathan will very well make this a reality. He's like, shut your fucking face. Stop pretending you're in the game as like some ARG bollocks and answer the question properly, you twat. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 make fucking Dino Crisis. In the RE engine, like the other oh. Resident Evil remakes, you fucking cowards. No. Man, <laughs> it, it has to happen someday. It's not just me and you demanding this as well. There is a big fucking, there is a big demand to bring that back. And like you say, and with those RE remakes as just even as a template, you can have an absolutely amazing game. Yeah. It's like a Leviathan that's up there. Oh, fuck off. That's not real. You're the director of the game sitting there. Are you See, doing it or not? Are you going to fucking do it? This makes me not like it even more now because of the uh, asshole director. Also, what, what player... Do, I, I fucking, how, how do players demand? I literally filled out multiple fucking surveys saying make fucking yeah. Dino Crisis. <laughs> I, that, like if they released uh, Dino Crisis content for Exoprimal, I still wouldn't play it. <laughs> But nope. it might uh, it might annoy me more if they did yeah. that. But just fucking make Dino Crisis. Yeah. Fuck. Just do it. Um, see, just a quick segue. See, speaking of asshole directors of games, uh, I want to very quickly mention uh, Harada. Uh, the oh, asshole. Right. Um, he was given off about people sending him threats on um, Twitter this week, mm. and. He actually put up some of the threats, and when I read it, I went, go and wind your neck in. Because the boy, like, not like this is ever going to happen, the boy says, if you don't put Eddie Gordo in Tekken 8 or something, I'm going to give you a burning hammer. And he took this so <laughs> serious. And all I could think of was... It's a wrestling move. Fuck? Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking wrestling <laughs> If you let a human being give you a burning hammer, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I, we've seen some of the deplorable shit that devs had to put up with from yes <laughs> but like put this in or i'll give you a breath like that's light-hearted come on that yep. is not right maybe he's just be he's just playing along but 
Oh no, he was saying, "Oh, this this is really uh, this this is terrible because it it what does he say? Uh, it it hurts the fighting game community because whenever we do tournaments, this stuff's taken very seriously. We have to get more security and all." And you're like, "What? What? Oh, oh no! Get some security, or boy's gonna give me a f- fucking wrestle move that I would have to be completely on board with and and help do." Jesus Christ. That's a, I was just like, hey, maybe running around with a t-shirt on going, don't ask for shit. Maybe, you know, they're probably just trolling you back. Is is, is this troll telling me he can't take a bit of trolling? Is that what's happening here? Aye. Uh, uh, yeah, this, and then the whole thing with him being, please don't play that leak beta. And then ah. it was, was that <laughs> you were like, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> That's right. Take your order on it. Take your, Take your fucking on. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, you talk about asshole directors. Like that thought came into my mind immediately. Oh, uh, fucking... honestly, thought you were going to bring up something about it, Hideo Kojima, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could do that any day of the week, but, <laughs> but uh... um, Twisted Metal, uh, mm-hmm. that show. Yes, apparently it's done pretty well. Apparently it has, but it still uh, hasn't been given a green light for season two yet. Most binge comedy premiere to date on uh, the, the the Peacock Network. Um, so legally, quote unquote, legally, you still can't watch it outside the US or the Canada at the moment. Hmm. Oh wait, I think you can watch it in Australia as well. So there you go. But legally over here, we can't watch it. But obviously, there are now a bunch of people over here who have seen it. And anyone I have spoke to has actually said it's really enjoyable. So it, yeah, I think you were right. I I think you were hundred percent right. What you said last week, the network had no faith in it. I in a, a dedicated fan base has sort of mm. come through and given a bit of support. Like it's um, its critic scores are still like uh, Rotten Tomato sixty eight, which isn't terrible, uh, no. but it's. But it's Rotten Tomato uh, f- audience score is like 94%. <laughs> well, completely, you know, off topic here. My buddy Hutch, who I was at the track day with there on Saturday, he told me he watched it and he enjoyed it. He had no idea, but he had no idea it was even a game. Yeah. Until until he, he says, when I seen the clown with a head on fire, I went, wait a minute, that looks familiar all of a sudden. I was like, ah, it's the game I enjoyed. He's like, fuck, not till he put the head on fire till I notice. So... Spoiler alert, Sweet Tooth puts his head on fire. Hmm. Um, I actually don't give up hope yet. No, Four, I've, <clears throat> I'm hoping so. 400 million view minutes uh, on the weekend it premiered. It got, that's, that's, apparently that's how we uh, do online ratings <laughs> for streaming stuff, view minutes. minutes. <laughs> 400 million minutes. That's a good couple of hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you might. Viewers watch three episodes on average. Oh, it looks like they just didn't get it. Like, looking at the episode ratings is like it really kicks off after that and just keeps going up. Mm. Um, it just gets better as it goes along, so. Mm. Well, you never know, like you say. Fingers crossed. I'm pretty sure this is the stuff Jude likes episode. Uh, there's a fan-made wipeout. Um, Ooh. port that you can play on a browser. Oh, so 
there's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll have to send me that link. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the so France just decided to make a wipeout. I don't know. I don't think it's wipeout. I think they ported it, ported an existing, oh. um, exist existing thing to to run just on a browser. Um, gotta be one of the old classic ones, then, because yeah, I, I think that the source code, um. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a the original source code was uh, leaked last year, um, and then this guy took it on himself to to mess about with this stuff and get it running on a browser. And he's like talking about uh, that this this code is awful. Jesus, <laughs> it's just like different versions piled on top of one another and all. Um, uh, got got it up running. Uh, there's bugs and stuff. Uh, there, there is uh, like the the source code's on a a, a GitHub page uh, of all things, so <laughs> it's it's there if you want to fuck about with it. Um, the the guy has uh, appealed to Sony. It's like just just leave it be, just just leave uh, it alone. Or if you're shutting it down, fucking remaster it <laughs> and put it out. <laughs> It's not hurting anyone. You're not losing anything. Is there a way to play the original Wipeout? Uh, no, not unless you have an old PlayStation. Right. They're not really making new ones of those these days. The last Wipeout was... It wasn't even a, a true new Wipeout. So technically, since... We've, all, we've just been playing the same HD version of the PS2 Wipeout for the last god knows how long. Hmm. It's one of them games everyone like bangs on about and they just, just never never any news of even No. A slight bit of interest from Sony about doing something. I don't think so. I mean Jesus, if a new white game came out, I'd definitely buy it. I enjoy it's, the white bike games. It would be live service. Yeah, it probably would, <laughs> I think. Uh I think that there was I think there was some interview with uh, Rockstar CEO. Why about a Rockstar shit uh, banging about? Um, about him just of the, saying the the fifty dollar price for Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two is just like no, it's not twenty five uh, at the most because that's how much you're charging for it on Xbox at the minute. That's a justified price, you fucking twat. Yeah. Um. And then uh, what else are you saying something about the, like, we are going to break records for uh, profits next year? Mm. Grand Theft Auto 6, probably. Oh, um, uh, I know it won't happen, but I would laugh so much if GTA 6 just flopped. Nah, that's not happening. I know it won't, but I would laugh. All those kids just, you know... If it's on if it's on YouTube videos or TikToks, they'll do it. It's like it's why yeah. they all play Roblox, even though it, there's nothing good about Roblox. If it exists in Roblox, it's guaranteed there is a better version of it that it has been that so whoever made it the Roblox version ripped off. Yep. Um what else? It also also in a very on CEO like move said, uh yeah, the Switch 2 should be backwards compatible. 
because uh, that would be a giant fuck you to all your customers if you didn't. Uh, which I agree with. It would. The CEO of Rockstar said this. Said this, yes. It would be a massive fuck you to your customers. Yeah, if you didn't make it backwards compatible. Man who wants to charge us 50 quid for a 10-year-old game <laughs> said this. Yeah, which should be backwards compatible. Yes. If you if you have a PlayStation 3 version of Red Dead 2, you should just get a copy for the PlayStation 4. Yep. Because it's literally just port. It's the exact same game. No, no updates. It's the same board. No- it's the same thing you would buy. Like, uh, the thing you're buying on uh, the Xbox Store is the Xbox 360 version. Mm-hmm. And remember we said last week, they're removing shit. Yeah. Taking that multiplayer out. Um, mm-hmm. What else? The, um, they actually... So Rockstar's pretty notorious for treating their modern community like absolute shit. Um, yeah. But they've done a thing where they have actually, I don't know how this came about, but they bought, hired a, a, oh, these a, modders, yeah, a, yeah. a, a modder group who focus on the, the, the role, the role play in uh, private servers. Um, so in uh, GTA 5 uh, and apparently Red Dead Redemption 2, there's this whole community of like they run private servers uh, and you do role play in them. So like, and you'll do. Grand Theft Auto Five, you'll be a cop and you'll do cop things, or you're, you know, a bank robber, and mm. um, and you stick to your, you you play that role and you you take it very seriously and all, um, and they do all sorts of mods to change the game to to better suit doing stuff like that. Uh, so they've hired these guys. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Odd. I wonder if this. Are they, trying, are they sort of getting their, their ideas for GTA 6 online stuff? Yeah, I say that's probably what it's going to be. Uh, they're looking at the, the roleplay and stuff um, and seeing how popular it's got over the past few years. Um, being like, ah, how can we charge money for this? Hi. Um, yeah, so so that'll, that'll be it. Uh, all right. Back to Activision then. Uh, so <laughs> over, over, Overwatch Two uh, came out on Steam. Oh yeah, it has been uh, received very warmly. <laughs> and everyone who has uh, ever bought Overwatch One anywhere or uh, has played Overwatch Two went to Steam to say this game is shit. Do not, do not even. Yep. Yep. Uh, to what you say, take your oil. Yeah. <laughs> you they, they Absolutely fucking bombed on review. Like too. worst game ever. Yeah. Like it, it. It literally hit that. It, that on Steam, which is just coming down. We fucking yep. asset flip, fucking shape. hentai slide puzzles, but mm. they're they're all better than Overwatch Two. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably yeah, they they kind of deserve this, I think. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, what they still what they pulled with with Overwatch was bullshit. Like mm. you bought the first game, you basically they went ah right, delete. You no longer yep. own that. Um, and then 
just fucking tripling down on on the microtransaction shit. Anything that was on that disc that you paid for that you hadn't unlocked by that time, they then stuck behind a paywall. Yeah, that's the the worst part of it. It's like um, instead of just going right, everything on Overwatch One is now unlocked for you because you played it. So you've got everything that was already there. It's only the Overwatch Two stuff you don't have. They just fired everything behind a paywall, and you're just like, "Fuck you." Yeah, that would have been the decent thing to do, to be honest. Here's all the yeah. shit you, you already paid for. Um, if you never played Overwatch 1 or if you didn't, because, you know, you had to do the whole transfer thing. Remember that? So yeah. Overwatch 2 knew that you had played Overwatch 1. So there's no excuse to go, oh, but yeah. we wouldn't have been able to tell who had played what. No, it's like bullshit. 100%. Uh, now we have, uh, like, the the game is kind of it seems to be it might be circling the dream i don't know um i've been here that's a bit of a fucking shame because yep. you know i am oh, the only thing we had can, some enjoyment in that first yeah. one like and the only thing to blame is just pure fucking greed yep yeah because i think the big pro league and all and everything remember they used to have that that just does not have the same uh doesn't have the same support it used to have and the, the esports teams aren't even really concentrating on Overwatch anymore. Yeah. You know they're desperate when they put the game on Steam and you don't need to use their launcher or anything. Yeah, yeah. Because we know publishers love having their own launchers, whether the game's on Steam or not. Um, THQ Nordic did a thing uh, and they announced yeah. a new South Park game and it's 3D and why? Yeah. <laughs> like we, we've had that? 3D South Park before and I don't they're think all, anyone remembers them fondly at all they're, they're, yeah I remember that N64 wasn't it being absolute fucking pish yeah um, yep I don't get this at all no I mean you've had two really successful South Park games since you know they, they st- stuck with doing the 2D thing mm-hmm and then someone's came along with, no, let's do a 3D one because everyone wants South Park in 3D. And I, I have no idea what the game even is, to be fair. I think um, it's some type of, um, I think it's a type, what do you call those? A, a Dota type thing? Is it? Yeah, it says uh, co op adventure. 3D co op oh. adventure. Um, oh, it could be a Diablo type thing. It, uh, it looks like shit. Uh, well, all yeah. I'm looking at is this, uh, this Cartman screenshot of him dressed as a wizard, and uh, they, those characters do not translate well to 3D models at yeah, all. They just don't. They never have. Um, yeah, they, they nailed it with those RPGs, uh, Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole. Fractured oh, Butthole. Fractured Butthole. <laughs> um, uh, and sort of find a way to make them seem like an episode of the show and be a game at the same time but this this is just this looks all back into the old trap of it yeah uh tsq nordic that's a embracer isn't it yes desperate there was a couple there was a couple of other things announced but nothing of any real sort of excitement um QuakeCon happened, and John Carmack was there. 
I have a confession to make. What? See, when you uh, put these up on the thing, I don't know why, but I completely misread that. And I thought, I don't know why, but when I looked at it, I seen John Cena was a QuakeCon. And I was all, why the <laughs> fuck was John Cena at QuakeCon? What the fuck? Oh, speaking of Overwatch, he's coming to Overwatch, but whatever. Um, Cena? <laughs> yeah. As what, a skin or? I don't know, I need some character or something. I think it was Overwatch anyway. Um yeah, John Carmack uh, went to his first QuakeCon over 10 years. Um, so if you remember, he did not leave uh, Ed on the best terms. Oh, he did not. Uh, there was lawsuits mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, so yeah, he's, he, he was at this. He was taking pictures. He was signing autographs. Um and I think some of the people he had the fallen out with, though, I don't know if they're still at it. It's mostly new blood now. You yeah. See, see I, I, when he left, Microsoft hadn't bought, um, hadn't bought Bethesda. Mm. Uh, so it was when Bethesda bought uh, Aiden and the whole thing, him doing the work with uh, Oculus, and there was like arguing mm. over who owns what, and uh, then he was claimed to be owed money. Um, but he has said uh, about it being a good thing, uh, Microsoft buying um, Bethesda and by extension id. Um, yeah, so I think Microsoft has been a good parent company for gaming IPs. They don't have a grudge against me, so maybe I'll be able to re-engage with some of my old titles. No, he said that back in 2020, though. Uh, when when the purchase was done, but uh, now here he is showing up at this convention. Um, what could it mean? You know what, you know what everyone's actually thinking. What? Uh, so obviously last year they remodded, they remastered Quake. This year it was Quake Two. Everyone reckons there could be a big Quake thing coming up. Because mm. John Carmack has always said Quake was always is is the one he was the most proud of. Uh, was Romero gone by then? Oh, Romero, he left um, Doom 2? I think he finished Quake, and then he went on to Oh, he was Island. there till Quake? Uh, right. he, he was there for Quake, and then he left to do that. Die, Katana! <laughs> yes! <laughs> We're saying John Romero's going to make you your, make you his bitch. It's like, what? Uh, you know what, the, the complete uh, just random fact, obviously that was Ion Storm, right? And then everyone just associated Ion Storm with this fucking awful shite. And then Ion Storm, a couple of years later, made Death X, but people would see Ion Storm and went, oh, that's that shite. And everyone's all, no, no, you have to try this game. It's actually really good. John Carmack or John Romero has nothing to do with this. I got, I got, a, I got a message for John Romero. Oh, oh, <laughs> yo, you're gonna die! <laughs> that's how I think about you. John Romero. <laughs> um, yeah, th- does he go to these things? Romero? Nah. 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 I, I think R- Romero's very recluse now. Well, not recluse, recluse, but he oh, just doesn't... Where he lives out... He live, much. No, he, he does. He, he still makes games. He lives down Galway, I think. Don't tell me that. That'll go pester him. Did you not know that? I, I knew he was somewhere, but I didn't know. Like, you literally just said Galway now, so I know it. And I know I, pretty I'm, much I'm nearly sure it's Galway. There, there's a four-hour drive. There's a no-clip documentary 
Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where your man goes to his house. And and he's he's down there uh, just making indie games. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. Um, I know he's done new wads for Doom and Doom. Yeah, 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 he does. Uh, what, what, what if they manage to get uh, Romero and Carmack back together? Jesus, that'd be like, that'd be like getting Oasis back together. For, for, <laughs> and, and they do Quake 5. Really Would it be five? Yeah. Technically, yeah. You don't count champions, and well, but it's it's you've obviously got quick one, two, three, four. They're all numbered. Then you'd quick live, quick whatever. Ah, they're all spinoffs and shit. Ah, they're spinoffs and shit. So quick five would be your next one. I'd be up for that. Don't, don't think it. Would <laughs> don't think it would happen. <laughs> Um, Netflix launched a, a cloud gaming beta. You can play two games on it and use your phone as a controller and play on your TV. That's what everyone wants to do. That's been successful in the past, hasn't it? Why the fuck would I do this? I have game consoles. Yes. <laughs> I realize this is not for me. Um, Who is this for them? Uh, well, it's the same as any of the other cloud gaming. Like, uh, they're they're trying to you know, wedge themselves into this place, uh, which that's, that's why the, uh, the, they were, the, what do you call them? Uh, I forgot, forgot the fucking letters, but the, the UK governing thing with the, oh, yeah, the activity, yeah. they're so worried about cloud gaming because Microsoft would have a stranglehold. Yeah. Because like it's not like you need a fucking million, uh, millions, millions, and server farms and all the launches stuff. Right. The plucky upstart Netflix has to get in there. Right. Um, I guess maybe they'll figure this out one day. But um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just an old streaming service. Yeah, you know, but it's Netflix this time. Um. I think that uh, that wrestling game is supposed to be on Netflix. When you get Wrestle Quest, Re- oh the RPG one, yeah, apparently it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to delay it because of a game breaking bug. <clears throat> and lastly, uh, I have a thing on here: a bunch of players getting disqualified from the Pokemon World Champions ships. Um, how do you even do this right so that that's why I put it on here because um, I sort of wanted to see if you think this is actually cheating or not because uh, it's thing where it's like is it cheating or is it just like not being or not boiling the whole thing down to what is essentially a roll of a dice um, so, so this is uh, the the big yearly championship. Uh, it, it includes everything. It does the the card game, Pokemon Go, uh, the the stupid uh, Dota thing, um, Pokemon Unite. Uh, yeah, there's uh, what, what do you call those that type of game? Yeah, but I didn't even know there was a Pokemon Dota thing. Yeah, uh, it's called Pokemon Unite, um, huh. and obviously the the video game. Uh, whatever the current year is. So Pokemon is at its heart turn-based RPG style battles. You have, yes. you know, 
Um, and Pokemon have stats in like strength, mm-hmm. speed, attack, speed, special attack, defense, but like that sort of thing. So, um, but there's other stats underneath that, um, and they're called. Now, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I can't remember quite. W- the difference between each one, but there's uh, stats called EVs and IVs. Now, they used to be hidden. I know they made one of them visible in one of the, um, in one of the more recent games to make it easier for you to sort of get your Pokemon the stats that you wanted to have for when you're doing this competitive play. Um, and one of them gauges, like, like one of them, you can improve it. I think it's IVs. No, I think it's EVs, right? You can improve these, like, hidden stats by having your Pokemon do certain things, like uh, beat a bunch of ghost types, and it will improve your, your speed EV. So when your Pokemon levels up, it gets, uh, like, an extra point into speed that it wouldn't have got otherwise. Really? Um, and then the IVs, I believe, they are assigned when the Pokemon is hatched out of its egg and they dictate that Pokemon's potential of how high its stats can go from the very start. And I don't think they can be changed. So that's why Pokemon breeding is such a big thing. Uh, And you have to spend a lot of time breeding a lot of Pokemon and you also have to figure out the Pokemon's temperament and gender and stuff to get the right combination to get the best possible Pokemon. And it's completely random. Um, so what I think these people got disqualified is they use like third-party software to try and speed this shit up because that sounds... I, now, I want to say it sounds like a nightmare. That is a fucking nightmare. That, that, that is a job in its own. So that, that's the question is like, uh, did they cheat or did they just say, I wouldn't be bothered. Like uh, I, you're not, you're not doing anything that involves skill. You're doing something that purely involves luck. It, like the skills should be down to the strategy and the loadout of the moves, the Pokemon, and then you go and have the fight. Um, I would argue that if we're doing this tournament thing, uh, where it's like, who's the best at, at battling in the, the Pokemon video game, we should be probably taking that random aspect out completely so it's based entirely on the player's skill. Mm. Uh, and you might argue, it's like, oh, but the breeding is a skill and stuff. I was like, it, it, is, it, it is not. It's like, you you know which numbers that you're looking for and you're just trying uh, repeatedly until you get that number that you need. Uh, that is just tedium. So to me, it's like, I don't think these guys cheated. I think these guys went, fuck this. <laughs> uh, so I was uh, interested to see, do you think it's cheating? In what way were they, like, how were they, and how were they speeding this up? Like you said, they were using third-party software. Were they hacking the game in any way? <clears throat> I, I don't know the particulars. They, they probably were, like, you can transfer things in and out. They call them hack Pokemon, but it's still, like, it's not like the the pokemon aren't changed in a way that wouldn't be possible in the game it's just given given, uh, like you go and there's like i want the best possible pikachu how were the people able to tell then that this had happened i'm not sure of those particulars but they they were See, see this is the thing i wonder have they changed something too much 
No, no, no. No, no. Uh, I think I think the that this is purely that like they've everything that they change them to is possible. Um, then no, the, I can't say it's cheated. Yeah, it, it's kind of like if you were in a fighting game tournament, but you had to spend a bunch of time training your fighting game character, and and it, the stats were random, uh, and uh, random enough where like your skill didn't matter. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I think the that whole thing being competitive and just having it that really random aspect that could be avoided just uh, just doesn't do it for me. Uh, hmm. Well, no, if they haven't done anything outside the parameters of the game, then no, I don't see that as a cheat. I'll always find it. Be different if the tournament. Oh, I've got to have. Fucking shit that no other fucking thing's gonna have. Then you go, yeah. ah, you're cheating. They, like they, I they, still remember in the original blue or what did I have? Blue or red? I can't remember. But I remember you could find missing no. Remember that? Oh yeah, that was a glitch. Yeah, but if you caught him, you would sometimes get like random ass Pokemon. Because no way the maximum level they could hit was a hundred. Mm. But you could catch like level hundred and forty something Pokemon, and as long as they didn't gain any experience, they would stay that way. So you could take them into like versus modes because you didn't gain experience when you were playing against your mates, but you would have a level 141 Blastoise <laughs> and nothing could take it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they were doing shit like that. They were just yeah, like, yeah, that's <laughs> they were just skipping the grind basically. Yeah. Um, which putting it, skipping re- the grind. really isn't part of the actual tournament itself. No. Um, I didn't know I said. Well, we got some wrestling to talk about then. Mm. Uh, no, but just uh, start off with Dynamite. Not a not a ton happened. We got a couple of matches. Uh, all of Jericho Appreciation Society went uh, walked away from Jericho at the start. I like Daddy Magic's but Oh yeah, yeah. He was very all fired up. Mm. I like the line so. as well. He was all um. I never understood. With the guys I came up with, guys like Eddie Kingston, why they hated your guts, but now I'm starting to see it. And I was all, oh, that was a good line. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a, a good promo, and uh, I like that Jericho didn't talk. No. Just let everyone have, have their time on the mic. Um, uh, and we, we Sammy there, but... still doesn't really want to leave him. Yeah. Sammy will be like his wee protege, I think, till Jericho's <laughs> gone. Um, and then we get Don Callis. Uh, afterwards and uh we're getting this answer this week which is going to be yes and uh that's gonna probably lead to actually i don't know mm. I is, is it going to lead to an all-in match but then i realized i'm talking shit that's not what the rumor is um okay. rumor is him versus osprey which uh uh <laughs> um yeah I wouldn't do that. If it's not yeah. something, you know, Jericho wants to do, that's grand. But don't do it for all in. Yeah, don't do it for the show I'll be at. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. want a good match. <laughs> we we know the match we want. Like, <laughs> we want to see it in person. Don't know. Don't know. Um, the the Bucks, uh, I did the, like, grand match with the Hardys. Wasn't anything yeah, special. Yeah, wasn't moving too bad. Yeah. Uh, didn't do anything too crazy either, but 
Then we get the FTR, uh, the answer for them. Uh, FTR comes mm-hmm. out. Um, uh, we're on. It's official. It's FTR official. versus Young Bucks all in for the the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Could you make a call on that one? I really can't. No. Um, <laughs> I know who I want to win in my heart, but I have no idea who's going to win. We're going to have to be careful, Stu, because like, we're not where our seats are we're in front of a reel which is just a drop and we're gonna fall over <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i think we're above like one of the tunnels where you walk out so just... there's, there's gonna be a lot of excitement i'm just telling you that now. um uh we had that rvd jack perry match and this was all right Just what i actually thought this was pretty good I will give RVD his dues. He still was able to do some of his shit. I'll give Jack Perry. He took a fucking beat. That, <laughs> like, that shit looks outside. The spinning leg drop onto the rail. Oh, I thought his fucking spine was broke. Did you hear Taz and Excalibur? Like, they were like, holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know if Jack just sold that really well or what. But no, I think he just know. took the full weight of RVD on his back. I think that's yeah. what happened. But that's all. RVD's always been like that, you know, mm. Mr. Potato. I did. I did enjoy Jack doing the whole mocking thing. The way he was going to do the roll of thunder and all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I think that's the best you could have uh, could have asked for. Really, mm. um, you get jacket and a wee shit bag one. Yep. Sculpting so, away. What's next for him? <laughs> he, can't, he keeps pointing at Taz when he comes out. No. And holding the belt up. So obviously it goes, but you know, Hook will come back at some point. But mm. well, I wonder will he just tear through a bunch of Taz's old mates? How many are there though? It's stone. <laughs> Please don't bring in Sabu for Christ's sake. Not unless Jack just fucking butchers up like, but I don't know. Uh, I don't, yeah, don't even want to see that, I don't think. No. I think he else. Who was it in ECW? I suppose they could give a fucking bully a phone call. You <laughs> fancy jobbing for Jack Perry? I guess it's some Tommy Dreamer. Oh, Tommy, that's right. Tommy's always still floating around. Fuck, did you wanna... dig up Perry Funk? All <laughs> oh, right. I, I can't see Terry Funk being able to do no. anything. Please do not go near Sam, man. I do not want to see that man on my TV. I don't think he's allowed on TV. A good. He's had some fucking dodgy shit, and I don't think anyone wants to touch him. He's not a wrestler. No, he's not. He's a fucking he's, ju- he's just not a wrestler. Um, when MJF and Cole out there, uh, they were uh, MJF was for having a promo battle, and Cole's like, "Nah." What a line he said, though. You're so, <laughs> you're so white and skinny that if you're in the eighties, Hogan would have snorted you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Uh, Cole suggests they go for the Ring of Honor tag titles from Aussie Open, which is... We're seeing them twice a month, night. Yep. Uh, they will be on the pre-show. Uh, that should be... MJF called him a sick pervert. <laughs> Man, got a pervert champ. <laughs> and then... Uh, fucking Roddick Strong goes fucking nuts. 
With his permanently injured neck, it seems. <laughs> oh, Joe did a number on me. Um, <laughs> but it's alright, because the kingdom's there, they look after him. I know. Give him a hug. Poor wee Ronnie Strong. You won't be saying that come the 27th. You'll be like, bastard! Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Claudio and Moxley versus the Lucha Bros. This was a good match. Lucha Bros. Uh, I think they're, they're really building up uh, Blackpool Combat Club here. Because mm. um, they've been on a tear since Blood and Guts. Yep. Uh, Penta's mask. <laughs> Is this on doing again? Thing will not stay on his head. I was, was just looking. I'm at... oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say there was a point when fucking Penta was laying there, kicks in, and you literally heard Claudio just go, Jesus. That's <laughs> what they say. Calm down a bit, please. It was a very stiff match. It was. It was stiff as fuck, hey? That's the one thing. Out of all the moves that anyone could do, I wouldn't want to be kicked by Penta. Just he just lays it in and expects you to take it. Out of all the things I wouldn't want to do that happened in that match, and it's what Claudio did and put that fucking sweaty mask on his face. I would be like, nah. That would have felt horrible. Because it'd been off his head for a minute, so it would have been like cold sweat and it'd be all slimy and ah. We've been uh, airs often before, and when you put on the mask after you, you know, a grip's been in before, and they don't have fresh ones, you're like, "Oh Jesus!" That's why we all bought our own masks. Yep. <laughs> you and your fucking predator mask. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that massive wow. forehead. You can shoot me from a mile away because your head was giant. <laughs> but it looked so cool. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Oh fuck this land around <coughs> here somewhere. Jesus. Um, we had the Mughal Embassy coming out to talk some shit and then Darby came out and then Sting did a thing. I don't know. I just don't And then we got a match for all and Right. Who was in that ring? You had the what do you call them? The tag team. Oh yeah. The Gates of Agony. Gates of Agony, two big, huge guys. You had Brian Cage in there. You had Swerve. Um, and AR Fox. AR Fox. One-eyed man appears in yeah. the ring, and they all just scatter. They should have beat the fucking shit out of Darby and Sting. Brian Cage alone would take them to the Man's a fucking freak of nature. I mean, seriously, what are we doing? How can that many people run away from Sting? Is he some sort of supernatural thing Is that I'm missing here? Can he shoot lightning? I, I don't know what this states, but... At, when is he... When is he done? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Apparently it's sometime this year. But he, he won't say when, but he mm. does say it's sometime this year. And when the contract is done, he says he's calling it a day from in-ring competition. I've called it a day from your in-ring competition. I don't <laughs> want to see this match. Don't get me wrong. 
when he first came and it was fucking, you know, what he was, the cinematic stuff. And I even enjoyed the, the actual match he had with the men of the year. You know, that mm. wasn't too bad. I, I probably wouldn't mind as much if he at least took a couple of losses. I think that's what it is. Yeah, just, but, uh, why is he on such a... Why is he undefeated? That was never Sting's thing. No, it never was. It was never his thing. I mean, I, I, I know Tony Khan's just a big Sting mark, but at some point he has to go... Right, Sting has to take a loss. And the, the only thing I'm still holding out for is Darby's the one to beat him. He's going to have to have like a final match with Darby. I, I'm sick of seeing Darby, to be honest. Because he's of Sting. Like quite often. Uh, uh, he, he's running two fucking feuds at the minute, side by side. Mm. Um, and it, it's sort of... I, I, I've sort of... It, it's guilty by association, thing because every time Sting's there, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, who has to look like an asshole this time for him? And it's, mm. Darby's always there as well. So it, it's kind of conditioned me to just not want to see Darby. Uh, he's got two feuds at the moment. What the fuck? Uh, it's it's weird. Darby can get two feuds, but we can't get like two women's matches. Aye. <laughs> uh, your punks? What, what's he doing? Like three or four at the same time? Uh, and then fighting backstage. Um, <laughs> the main event, uh, women were in the main event. Again, uh, I think that's um, Tony Khan's answer to, <laughs> to the criticism. It's like, I just put them in the main event. Still not yeah. going to do any build or anything, but put them in the main event. Uh, Sheena beats Anna Jay. Uh, match is grand. Um, yep. she, she is very, very over. She is. Um, Deservedly so. And we've got our, our setup for the uh, all-in. We're going to have uh, a four-way uh, because there was a woman's four-way in the original all-in. I just hope that's not just one match. Yeah, well, I, I imagine we're going to get Willow uh, and and them doing something. That's probably going to be another four-way for the TBS title, isn't it? Probably. Um, at least that other one's had some sort of uh, build. Uh, yeah, true. Whereas this one's like, ah, we'll have a tournament. Um, but not really. Uh, so Tony Storm is invoking a rematch clause that I didn't know she had. Neither did I. Didn't know that was a <laughs> I didn't, didn't, didn't think we did that in AEW. But anyway, so she's in. She does in because she's the champion. Beats Anna J. And then we'll have, we have Soraya versus Sky Blue. Yeah, I remember. Yes. On Rampage. Soraya wins that match. Um, we that was the... Britain Bonnie this week on Dynamite. Yeah. Wonder how um, that's going to go. Hey, it's Bonnie's first match back from being yeah, injured. She's like... been off for ages. Good to see her back. Like a year? Yeah. They, they might, might pull a fast one and you go, ah, she, the bunny wins. I, I wouldn't mind, actually. I like bunny. Um, so yeah, that's, that'll, that'll be a good four-way. I'm actually really enjoying what Tony Storm's doing, though. Ah. Uh, the, the whole, I'm wearing a, a nightgown depressed after losing yep. the title. Shit, her throwing the shoe at Alexi Nair. <laughs> um so yeah that 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 stuff's really good um they always say the woman's stuff the the tbs title nothing really going on outside the titles but we, we had a collision 
had that match with um uh I forgot everyone it was, was it was Diamante and Mercedes against Statlander and Willow. Yes. Um and Diamante and uh, Martinez win this one. Uh mm-hmm. was were did, did they cheat? Uh aye, um so Martinez had the pin on Willow and then Diamante was sort of leaning on her to give her leverage. Is that cheating? I didn't know that was cheating. Uh, Nigel McGuinness didn't seem to think it was cheating anyway. Uh, was probably cheating then. <laughs> if Nigel McGuinness says it's not cheating, it's probably cheating. Uh, so the, I, do you reckon that's going to be a four-way for the TBS title at all in as well then? Probably. Or it could be just be a Another tag match or something, but uh, can't put the I, title I, on the line. I do like having Diamante on TV. Yeah, two two weeks in a row. That's that's good. Mm. Nice to see. Um. So uh, on rampage, well, we had the Orange Cassie defend his uh, All Atlantic title against. Johnny TV. Uh, Johnny TV, yeah. <laughs> the real story there was uh, Wheeler Yuta coming out in Blackpool yeah. Combat Club. Obviously not done with, with Cassidy and he challenged him this week. That will be a good match. That will be fantastic. One of these, I, I think one of these Blackpool Combat guys is taking that title. Yep. You know, would be a good shout because he's a wee working bastard as well. Mm. And that's a hell of a run Cassidy's had. <laughs> that man deserves a break after this. Um, the Outrunners are back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sign, <laughs> Sign the Outrunners. Sign the fucking Outrunners. Uh, they get squashed by Aussie Open. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Now, why would we be giving Aussie Open squash matches? Hmm. Hmm. Is MJF and Adam Cole going to uh, take the Ring of Honor titles? That's one I can't actually call either. Yeah. They, like, you can have an interesting story if they're tag champions, but Cole turns on MJF and he's like super heel, but he's still his tag partner. Yeah. That's uh, that's a weird one, like. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, um, I didn't write this down, but th- this made me gr- groan out loud. Um, th- so they're they're doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death oh, yeah. match. Uh, tie in for the game, Jeff Char versus Jeff Hardy because. That's who you think of when you think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Don't I don't know what this was about. I hate when they do marketing tie-in shit and it just yeah. gets into the show. But the worst thing is it's fuck all they do with wrestling as well. Yeah. Why? Like... I mean, I, I get that... There's probably a decent crossover between, you know, games and especially AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Why Texas Chainsaw? Can we get a good game? 
<laughs> I have Why, why didn't be... they do one for Street Fighter? Fuck's sake. Yeah, they be, they do collaborations for Street Like that that's fine. The merch collabs, though those are cool, yeah. but th- this is just like, does Jeff Jarrett give a shit about this game? I don't think so. Has Jeff Hardy ever picked up a controller in his life? No chance. Like, what the no. fuck are we doing here? Them two don't care. It's like no no one involved in this really cares. This is like, here's an advert. Yeah. For Street Fighter Six, you could have had, I don't know, a, even for a quick muck around, you could have had Kenny doing something with somebody. You know? Stu, they have their own fucking game and they didn't do anything for that. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a valid point. They just... no, not under this level. It's like... Uh, that d- is d- a really good point. Does Warner own Texas Chainsaw Massacre by any chance? Uh, you could be right. Uh, I, I, I'm betting it's one of them ones where the rights are all over the place. Legendary. Uh yeah, I think that's Warner, isn't it? Aye. Uh, Legendary Pictures? Yeah. They are they are they are a subsequent or a subsidiary Sub- or subsidiary <laughs> What the yep. fuck? <laughs> that was like oh, a Warners. Right. Yeah. There there we go. We we solved the fucking mystery. Yep. God damn it. Unless fucking, you know, Leatherface and a bunch of fucking crazy bastards run in during this match and do some serious fucking madness, there's no point to this. I mean, even if you do have a, like a Leatherface there doing something, uh, aren't you sort of flirting with, uh, you know, Robocopsy yeah. and Sting from the Horseman <laughs> levels of shit? Maybe Jeff. Hardy will come out dressed as Leatherface then for his entrance or something. That's about as far as I would go with it. I would not have, oh no, here comes Leatherface because... Yeah, Wayne's are going to go, what the fuck? Man. I can imagine the commentary for that. Uh, Excalibur and Taz would be too busy going... (laughs) They'd shit all over it. (laughs) Rightly so. True. True. Giovanni would just get up and walk away from the desk going, not this shit again. No, I know. Um, where were we? Smojo. Uh, he cuts a promo. He also killed someone, but he cuts a promo. Um, yep. being all like, I Andrew asked Everett was who he killed. Oh, I, I, I. He did a he's couple of flips. Old. He did a few flips and stuff. He's he's not bad. And he just got choked out. And he got that- murdered. The pro or Joe does. I love Joe's promo. So they are they are good. I like Joe's promo. I warned at the not warned you. I asked nicely. I, I basically says I give you the courtesy of asking you. <laughs> no, like gonna, the way he did that. Now I'm going to convince you. <laughs> um, he's referring to CM Punk there. Of course, uh, he wants yep. a match at all in. Which, uh, yeah, let's let's do that so CM Punk doesn't take up any more of our time. Yep. Um, Starks had a good time on Collision. Oh, I forgot about Starks' promo. That was a very good promo. Yep. It was it was kind of meant to be English, but nope. You can't, I think just... fans just love him too much. 
Uh, I think it's well, something to do with the North Carolina. It was very, uh, which is where they were for collision uh, in the Greensboro Coliseum. They, they, this was a pretty anti-punk. Yeah. One of the more anti-punk places uh, that we've had in a good while since Canada. Mm. Um, I think that's because we're in hangman country. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's um, very, very good for what like like Starks is very good. Um, yeah. He's been he's been suspended for thirty days for beating the shit out of um, I almost said Willie Steamboat <laughs> <laughs> or Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Rick, Ricky the Dragon, Ricky the Steamboat Dragon. Um, but it, no, he said he's got himself a manager's license. Yeah. Who's he managing? I reckon anyone he wants. I, we see him being at all in, being Joe's corner. Hmm. Whoever punks up against, he just comes out. And yep. I'm surprised he, well, other, I don't blame him for not joining this week's opponents because, you know, they're fucking lunatics, but... Anyone else, it'd probably just be would, their side. would not would not make sense. No, they wouldn't have no. they wouldn't have wouldn't have them there. No, that's what I mean. I, if he just says I'll join you guys that looked at him and went, no. Um Major Julia. <laughs> Luchasaurus and Christian Cage were out for uh, a thing and then uh Arn Anson came down and decided he hates his son. Yeah. And he wanted <laughs> rid of him. So he's like, <laughs> sent him in the ring against Luchasaurus, who proceeded to murder Brock Anderson. And you're like, Arn, what, what the fuck were you expecting? Uh, Nigel McGuinness loves Christian Cage. <laughs> What's he said? I'm taking the, the Christian Cage following lessons. So, so is Arn Anderson, apparently. Fuck it up. How to hate your children, feed them to Luchasaurus. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, Luchasaurus didn't even cheat. He no, just he just this beat guy. the ever-living shit out of him. <laughs> he just murdered this kid. And then Arn's standing there with a hand on the head at the end, and you're like, what were you expecting? <laughs> what have I done? You have grossly overestimated your son's abilities, is what you have done. I think he must get confused and go, I forgot my son's not Dax Harwood. Oh, shit. <laughs> Then Darby Allen came out and knocked shit out of everybody. Burly. Oh, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he hit with the source for the skateboard. Yeah. Um, uh, and then said something about dinosaurs being 64 billion years old, which is it's, it's a million, Darby. You can literally hear the source shouting, it's a million, idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause it, I was laughing <laughs> Love Luchasaurus. Even though I'm not supposed to, I still do. But then I was a challenge Christian to a match. So Christian's actually going to get in the ring this week. Hey, you don't win the title if you beat Christian. I don't so, think he's beating Christian. Fair enough, but still. I, I think Luchasaurus is going to murder him <laughs> during a match. Uh, speaking of people with death wishes, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs uh, challenged Miro. What the fuck? Um, which is okay. He's doing the whole Book of Hobbs thing again. 
And then Mero comes out and gets attacked by Nick Camarado, who is with QT again, apparently, uh, and yeah. Aaron Solo. Um, yeah. Now, it, the Hobbs is looking like, uh, I did not ask for this. Uh, this was not my plan. Um, still spying Buster Mero, like, but, you know. That's their plan enough for all out then. Yeah, but it's not official yet because Miro couldn't accept. Because mm. uh, it's not like Miro to accept matches now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, uh, like, I like Miro. Uh, I don't know. don't know about Paris. His, his matches tend to be a bit, bit of a snooze fest sometimes. So I'm, you need I'm to not... give him a good opponent. That's the problem. Yeah. He can't, uh, he can't go a match. He can't lead a match. But if he's got someone good enough. Yeah, I mean, Mero could be that, but I'm not. I'm not too too broken up about it not being an all-in match. No, it's true, true. I don't know if all-in. I, I pity the all-in card. What do the all-in card or the all-out card? I'm oh, sorry, the all-out card. Sorry, I pity the all-out <laughs> card because it has to follow all-in, and they're just going balls to the wall with all-in. So they. Mm. Well, oh, they have to like. Uh, Biggest biggest show they've ever done. They need to swing for the fences. Mm. Um. So then the main event, uh, House of Black, uh, defending Did you against. See how long this main event was? This was very long, was like forty minutes or something. Forty minutes. Um. I guess it's fine because it's like a trios match. I was happy to see the House of Black for forty minutes. Wasn't so happy to see CM Punk for forty minutes. Nah. Uh, he did a shit elbow. He also did a Rainmaker. He used to fuck off. <laughs> I missed the Rainmaker. Um, maybe, I just bought it. maybe I didn't even think it was a Rainmaker because it was so bad. Uh, uh, like, Punk's good at most things. He, he's he's a good wrestler. Uh, I was a fan for a reason. His, but his, his elbow drop's fucking woeful. And this one that he did here was especially bad. I don't know why he keeps doing it. He must know himself. Like, that looks like shit. And I think he just does it out of stubbornness because that's how he is. Ah, because the who did he hit? Wait, he was the other side of the fucking ring. I'm surprised Aye. he made it. Aye. he was far I, too far away. But landed leg first. I said, right. So the, it's like anyone that criticizes him at all, at all. He at all he'll just go complete opposite instead of like actually listening and maybe seeing they have a point. So here is the the point. The thing that he does does wrong. His ass does not get up. If you look no. at anyone who does a good elbow drop, like Shawn Michaels, um, Kyrie, uh, Eric um, Young, Eric Young, Macho Man, Randy Savage, they're yep. they are fucking their ass is up vertical at the same height as their fucking head. Yep. Um, him is just like a pile of pots and bands down a flight of stairs. <laughs> what a they, description! <laughs> just falls on top of you. Uh, uh, this was still a good match um, because it's fucking eyes of black and FTR and as I said CM Punk is still a very good wrestler Um, Mm. it was very long though Uh, and one of the things I think my problem with the long TV matches is those commercials Uh, it gets very hard like uh, even like so take for example the um, Hangman versus Danielson. Mm. 
there, there was part that like that match is fantastic, but there was parts in it where it just slows down, and that's when it's yeah. you know, picture in picture commercials not doing anything crazy. Um, I did think that the there was pretty cool put bit where uh, Punk does the you know sits down with the cross legs. Yep, and then Malachi does it as well. Mm. As expected, Malachi goes for what is it called now? The end. Yeah. Uh, he misses, but Punk sort of ducks it into crossing his legs. Yeah, and he's staring for ages, and then Malachi just does that thing where he just glides to the floor and crosses his legs. They should have started wheeling each other. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> um, once again, though, this team of CMFTR, no one has an answer for Brody King. <laughs> nope, just, it's a fucking game changer. I love because Dax is obviously known as one of the hardest, you know, hitting men. And he gets into the ring with Brody King and he fucking throws a hand at Brody and he doesn't even move. And then he fucking Brody near takes his fucking head off. Dax sells it so well as well, so he does. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it's obviously the thing for House of Black. He is the, he's the heavy hitter. And fucking Buddy Matthews is just shredded as fucking. Hmm. Ridiculous! No man should be that well built. I like the way there's one point where it was Brody King and uh, Cash Wheeler, and I think it was Nigel McGuinness. Is like, oh, the two big men in the ring. He's like, sorry, what? what? <laughs> so like, it's like Brody King's like a fucking head taller than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he may be the biggest on his team, but uh, yeah. you know. It's uh, like it's like comparing a, a chimpanzee to a silverback gorilla. <laughs> um, it, it was a very good match. Uh, the end. Uh, Punk's outside. Uh, Samoa Joe drags him away into the crowd. That looked cool though. <laughs> Fucking Joe just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Fucking stealth Joe. Um. That all but confirms we're getting Joe versus Punk. Um, yeah. All in. Uh, and then uh, King gets the the discus lariat. We tribute to another Brody um, and gets the pin on Harwood. Harwood, he pins. Did he always do the discus lariat? No, I don't think he did, you know. He's only started doing it recently. Mm. He used to do the, the Gonzo bomb as his finish. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, he's been doing the lariat now. As he he says himself, it is a tribute to Rudy. Um, because nice yeah, apparently yeah. that was the thing he always wanted to have. He never got to have a big proper TV match with him. They done stuff on the Indies, but uh, they never got to do it. Because imagine that. Imagine I know I know we've always talked about that what ifs, but if fucking Big Brody was still around, you could have had Dark Order and House of Black colliding. Yeah, whatever. Uh, like a great big man match between Brody and Brody. Brody, and Brody. <laughs> yep. Um. So after the cameras went off, uh, no, we're not even going to talk about this too long. But just, uh, mm. did, did Punk made an arse of himself. Um, lots of signs. As we mentioned, uh, very close to where Hangman is from. He's from like I don't know, is it Virginia or somewhere? Somewhere. That, yeah. It, it's like down the road from Greensboro anyway. Um but uh yeah, so lots of support for Hangman. There was uh he was ha- having having himself a, a post 
collision promo that wasn't aired. Uh, spies a sign that says Hangman Country. And there was other signs as well. Uh, one uh, spotted one saying Hangman was right. <laughs> Which, yep, yeah, says it all. Um, went on a whole tirade. It's like, oh, Hangman's a, a peg warmer because oh, you see his toys in Walmart and no one buys them. And I move merch and I pop a rating. And it's like the most fucking self-marked sort of bullshit you've ever heard it's like pure like man what are you doing this is pathetic mm. um and yeah he's been trying to trying to backpedal it saying he's trying to get heat but like you're are you not the you not a face yeah, also a thing that helps with getting heat is uh being on tv mm. when when you're doing the thing um no call for this whatsoever no, this is a like, uh, and there's been reports coming out from all over the place. So th- this isn't just like Meltzer stuff. This is like all the fucking news outlets are like reports of him like not letting people show up at Dynamite. Like Ryan Nemeth sent home because he sent a tweet when Punk made that comment about the fans being soft. He he tweeted, uh, "Literally softest man alive." They had a confrontation backstage after that at a Dynamite. Uh, which they had words and ended in a handshake, but then Ryan Nemeth was asked to come to North Carolina that night and was sent home without doing anything. Hangman was supposed to come into the building in Greensboro to record a pre-tape, but then had to go do it elsewhere. Apparently, Christopher Daniels isn't allowed to show up at Collision. Matt Hardy's not allowed at Collision, by extension, Isaiah Cassidy. What the fuck is going on? Christopher Daniels is the head of talent relations. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you doing not letting this man in the building? Um, it's it's absolutely nuts. Uh, and there's people saying, oh, oh, it's because he doesn't want any drama backstage at Collision. It's like, motherfucker, you're the drama? You're you're no, doing this? You won't have any drama, but everyone will feel like they're on fucking eggshells. Yeah. and, well, and that, Welcome to the old WWE locker room. That's where we're hearing all over the place as well. It's like... Uh, Apparently, if if you're not about, if you're just working there, you're not like name. You're afraid to even fucking mention Punk's name in case he takes a dislike to you. Because if he does, you're fucked. Um, I thought it really ironic him coming out in the that SAG AFTRA t-shirt, mm. you know, supporting the strikes. And then there's Ryan Nemeth, who's been at the strikes for weeks because he's an yep. actor, and he treats him like that. It's like, hmm. It's almost like you're only wearing that to be seen wearing it. Yeah, why? It's almost like all your stuff's performative. It's almost like what Hangman said in that promo is fucking true. Mm. Hashtag Hangman was right. (laughs) I forget this hashtag. (laughs) Even though Evil D Studios isn't on Twitter anymore, but (laughs) we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just more, more bullshit. I, um, and the, the BTE was interesting. Uh, <laughs> with the Bucks doing like, all we want was an apology. Referring to Matt Jackson, costing him a lot of money. That is not... not Twenty million in the hole each because he blew the Wendy's yeah. deal. <laughs> now they got to wrestle till they're 90. You, th- you think of the cards this guy has potentially cost AEW? Hmm. Um, because of this really 
just petty, petty really? stuff at this stage. Like whoever whoever has anything negative to say or any any bit of criticism, not even being trolly or just just saying, "Hey, maybe that's not the way." Um, yeah. It takes it as a personal slight, and I don't know. But then it's at the same time because he is. Like you've got that controversy, and this has always been like the thing with wrestling, is like they want controversy. Like if you look at literally anyone could get in the ring against this guy and they will get cheered. Mm. Um That's the thing. Huh? But it's it's like you're like, I but what cost? If everyone's like really uncomfortable backstage, is it worth it? Also, you're you're uh, uh, just like proper being an arsehole. And my, you're, you're a huge mark biggest, for yourself. My biggest question is why the fuck is Tony Khan allowing this? Yeah. No, that's, He's supposed to be the boss. Not the, the fucking biggest mark of them all. Yeah, that's the problem. He is. <laughs> MJF was right. Hi. <laughs> there we go. Hashtag MJF. Hang uh, on with it. Hashtag MJF was right. Oh, fuck <laughs> man. I don't know. It's just. He's, he's just stroking his own ego at this point. Yeah, it's sad to think a year ago we were loving it's this man. It's also exciting, also very, yeah. very exciting. And then, um, yeah, it's just the bullshit. Hey? Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll never see Lance Archer on Collision anyway. Why does he not like punk? Uh, Lance Archer tweeted something about if I ever see oh, the right. head off right, or something. Right, right. <laughs> and this was only this was only a couple of weeks ago. This wasn't like a while back. This was when Punk oh, right. was big return and everything. All right. Uh, so so Ryan Nemeth uh, tweets a thing saying, uh, "Literally softest man alive," and Punk will approach him backstage and say, "Say that to my face." But Lance Archer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll just let that we'll let that one slide. Yeah, Lance Archer said it. I can't remember what was said, but Lance Archer just replied to him, going, if I ever see you, I'll tear your head off or something. And I don't think there was anything that was ever said. But uh, I guess you'll, we'll never see him on Collision. Or if we do, Punk somehow won't be on that episode. Mm. Well. Because, um, yeah, I'd pay money to see Lance Archer genuinely have a fight with CM Punk. <laughs> Now you don't want to see CM Punk fight. Trust me, it's it's not pretty. Oh, I, we we just said we wouldn't see CM Punk fight. We see Lance Archer tear him apart. <laughs> well, uh, well, it's annoying though. That's the last thing we talk about again this week on the rest. Well, we, again, very quickly while we're playing ourselves out, those are all the rumored matches: uh, Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Uh, John Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Euro versus Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and a mystery partner. Um, and then a six-man, Kenny Omega, Hangman, Kota Ibushi versus Takeshita, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Um, That's right, because the fucking Bullet Club were slabbering about the elite. They week, were, so. they were indeed. So that does have... There, there is some precedent there for that, so that, that could be... Um, would like to see Kenny Omega in a singles match, but like that would be a hell of a trios match as well. Yeah, true. Fucking Bullet Club, Bullet Club, or Bullet Club of Old against Bullet Club of New. I'd be up for that. 
Um, but we're almost there two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Chat to you later. Bye.